Attention, Marvel View listeners. I am here with some fantastic news. We have received a 92.8% engaged listener rating, which means that you guys are very much enjoying our show. The average is 41%, so we are more than double, and that is all thanks to your support. We appreciate it so much and hope you enjoy this week's show. Hi everyone, we're back again. This is Shakira. Hey guys, it's Manda. Welcome back. Welcome back for another episode. Yeah, how have you been? I'm good. I'm a little tired, but I'm good. How are you? Yeah, it's one of those sleepy days. And like, nobody wants to do anything. You just want exactly. to chill and relax. Um, exactly. But I did. So I wanted to tell you about some feedback that I got from the episode of our stereotypes. Yes. Because you totally blew my mind with the like raisins and the potato salad. I had no, like, you just <laughs> like, I was like, what? That's a thing. So I literally asked every white person I know like have you ever heard of this and everybody was like what is she talking about none of us have ever heard about it and then this morning I looked on Facebook and Corey's aunt aunt Jen posted that she had to google it because she didn't hear of it and it was actually a Brazilian thing I know I saw her message my by the way hi aunt Jen because you friend requested me on Facebook hi I accept (laughs) it I love it (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I saw her message saying that it's a Brazilian thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then you learn something new every day. I know, I like, there's, just, there's literally no, everybody's like, what is she talking about? And then I got a message from somebody who was like raisins and potatoes out with like the green vomit face. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's what was my reaction too. <laughs> but Brazilian, it makes sense just because yeah. like they're more tropical. Like, I just feel like that just, that, that makes sense. I can right. understand that. Um, but Okay. Last week's episode, out of the way. <laughs> right. On. So what is our episode for this week? I mean, what is our topic of discussion this week? So we are going to hit another heavy topic, um, just because it's been in the news as of late a lot. We are going to talk about some gun violence and gun control mm-hmm. from a women's perspective. Yep. So. You begin. So what are your thoughts? Oh, on man. So. Well, before we get into our opinions, let's talk a little bit about like the recent happenings. So it was like everything was kind of spaced like a week or two apart and big events, right? So like we know there's killings every day, every week in places all over the country, all over the world, but it seems like as of late, it's been very heavy of it. Um, there was the shooting in, was it Buffalo with this in the supermarket? There was the shooting in... Texas at the mm-hmm. school. And then just recently, like literally a week to the day of the Texas shooting, there was a, sh- <laughs> there was a shooting in Oklahoma, um, in Tulsa at a medical facility. Yeah. All incidences, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you've heard otherwise, but all instances were legally purchased guns. Yeah. Even though I think the one from Buffalo, I don't think that was his gun. I think it had another owner, but I think they all were legal. Yeah. But it was legally purchased. Um, so, yeah. So th- now that we have a little bit of background, 
I feel like we can dive into it a little bit. And if you do not agree with our opinions, that is okay. okay. <laughs> we kind of want you to not agree with us because then we want you to give us your feedback as to why you disagree with us. Right, because that's the whole point of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So gun control. I am 150% for the people of the United States owning guns. Mm-hmm. I will never say that we shouldn't be armed for personal, but also for bigger picture. You take all of our guns away. We are now going to be susceptible to a whole lot of crime and a whole lot of worldwide, like coming in, trying to dominate in my personal, I understand the military is still there and, you know, they're still like the best in the world and all this other stuff. But knowing that the individual people are also armed, that we are a militia, that's got to be a part of it as well, keeping some people back. But all of that being said, I do think that certain laws need to be updated, Not, not, not gotten rid of, not deleted, not like, hey, you're not allowed to do this, but need to be updated because the world that we live in now is completely different than the world of 50 years ago, 70 years ago, even 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't, you know, 2002 anymore. Like right. it was a it was a whole different game back then. So one I think an individual needs to be older to purchase a gun. I think 18 years old is too young like yes i understand you're sending 18 years 18 year olds to military but they are being trained and retrained and retrained and then questioned and like there's just so many of my brothers in the military so like i know like he goes once a month for a weekend for training qualifications and then two weeks out of the year he has to go again for qualifications like they're constantly updating things mm-hmm. to make sure that you're of up to date knowledge to use this stuff effectively in a way that it's meant for protection versus destruction um so i understand 18 year olds they're using them but in every day like to just walk into a store and say hey i'm 18 i want to purchase this you're not even old enough to purchase alcohol so why are you now old enough to purchase a semi-automatic true gun like it just doesn't make sense to me so i think that needs some updating um i also think mental health needs to be a part of it because I don't think in any way, and sorry, you can take over in a second. I'm, I've been going off, <laughs> but I don't think in any way there is, there's not an individual of sound mind, 18, 20, 21, 25, 50, that just says, hey, I'm going to go walk into a school and start killing kids. Right. Or, hey, this person annoyed me. I'm going to go walk into a doctor's office because I didn't like his treatment and shoot him right. like normal people of sound thoughts and like proper mindset. That's why the world's so appalled at it right now. That's why it's such a big deal because you don't do those things unless there's something going on inside. That's not right. Right. So I think those are the two things, mental health and age that would need to change, but hundred percent, we should be able to own our own guns. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with the gun part. I definitely don't think that taking away guns is going to resolve anything. Um, in real life, 
especially in you know the city, a lot of people who I know, the guns may not even be legally purchased and they're still being used. So like, regardless, if somebody wants to have a gun, they're going to get a gun. Like, I don't feel like them restricting the laws is going to really change anything. I do agree with you that mental health is very important um, because a lot of people are, especially now after pandemic and everything, these last few years were rough on the average person. So I think everybody is really heightened and sensitive and upset about a lot of stuff right now. Um, and then I do agree. I do think that the age increase may be helpful, but honestly, it's so funny because my sister and I were talking about this this morning. We think there should be like, for instance, hospitals, hospitals don't have any security. Why not? You know, you'll, you'll bring people to a hospital after they just were shot, right? Let's say they were shot because somebody was trying to target them. And now they're brought to this hospital and they don't die. Those same people can come right to the hospital and kill mm-hmm. them there. Like there's no a security and not even including just killing the victim. But what about the nurses that are helping just like what happened at the hospital? So mm-hmm. it's like we actually need manpower on the ground. There should be armed policemen or whatever at hospitals, at schools. But the reality, again, I don't believe that's something that our government, et cetera, is going to put money to war because it's just too easy or it's just it's the money. It's all about money and they don't want to lose the money, which is why we're in this predicament in the first place. However, side note, I did read some facts today because I Googled some stuff just about gun violence in America. Um, as we already know, America has more guns than any other country in the world. Um, U.S. actually has twice the amount of guns per 100 people than any other country. So there's 120 guns per 100 people. So we're the only country that has more actual guns than we actually have citizens. Not surprising. Um, also, so far, because we're in what? It's June. There were 213 mass shootings in the U.S. in the year of 2022. And they call mass shootings at least four more people who were shot or killed. So... In this country, I'm not surprised again. Again, I think we just, for some reason, everybody here just feels so entitled that they can take things into their own hands um, that I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't think the only way to resolve it, not even resolve it, but just to lessen it, I do think those things need to be put in place. But I think it's other people on the ground. Like if you know that you're going to go Let's say these people are not in their sound mind, right? But they think, oh, I'm going to go blow up whatever building is. But you know, there's five people in the front who you got to get to that got guns just like you. I think you might be like, you know what? Today is not the day for that. You a know? little more deterred. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So let's unpack a few things that you said because you made some very valid points. So one, I saw to address what you said about um, having like armed security in a school or in a hospital or wherever that it doesn't exist. I read something that said like, Hey, we protect our country with guns. We protect our president. We protect um, celebrities. We, it was like all this, like a list of things. We protect all these people with guns, but then you walk into a school and it's like, well, this is a gun free zone. Why? Yeah. Why is that the gun free zone? Because you don't hear of these shootings as in such mass quantities of it, of, situations taking place against celebrities or against anybody in government or you know what I mean or against our country in general so why is that not a thing what you said about you know the funding and paying people and all that stuff I fully get that but if this is a problem that we are experiencing in our country that needs to be solved then you need to solve it 
last like, year, was it last year or the year before, there was like 200 something trillion dollars that was printed extra, mm-hmm. most of which went to other countries to help them. Well, why didn't you pay somebody to go sit in school? Like, and it's not even a lot of money. We have all these, and I will always go back to this because it like breaks my heart. We have all of these vets that go to these wars to fight, to make sure that we are allowed to still have these freedoms like guns that then come back with all these, their own mental problems because they've seen things that nobody should ever have to see and then end up on the streets. Yeah. Like begging for money. Like, hey, I fought for everybody here to still live and drive your cars, but now you're going to drive past me as I sit here on the corner because I have no place else to go Yeah, because nobody wants to hire me. Those are the people so classically trained and knowing how to execute things, they should be the ones in schools. And they're usually the ones with the biggest hearts too. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever met an older man who's a vet who isn't like the world's sweetest individual. So- put him in a school with a bunch of elementary kids, like the kids would love him and he would be happy. And like, there's just so many solutions and they would probably do it for not a lot of money. Like it's not, the military does not pay a lot of money. So if they did that for a living to now go and do, you know what I mean? Like there's just I mean, there's solutions available, but then again, the bigger plan and everybody's talking about the NRA and the Congress or whoever won't pass this bill that everybody's been requesting for numerous years, for some reason it's being rejected. And the answer is money and power. And at the end of the day, that's the reason why things are not getting fixed back to just like the formula and everything else. And on any other episode, the, we have the means to make change. It's just the bigger people at the top care more about the money. Case in point, researching this facts today, guess what has spiked now that mass shootings happen and it happens every time. Gun sales, gun sales have spiked after every mass shooting, gun sales increase. Stop automatically. Right. So at the end of the day, the people at the top are like, yes, people died and yes, our money mm. is increasing. So at the end of the day, not that they want people to die, but when it does, they don't lose. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, the people that got money, like we always say, the people with money want to keep their money and the people with power want to stay in power. And back to the point is things can be done. People can be hired. You can give them a minimum wage because a lot of people, well, not right now, but typically people need employment. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing. They would take working in a school from 15, 18 dollars an hour, holding, you know, being trained and having the. But guess who's not going to create that as a job? Because they know that it'll eventually cut down on ABC, you know? So that's why I say it's like, like it's the reality is a lot of America's issues can be resolved. They have other countries. There's numerous pages among pages. And I skipped over it of other countries like UK and Australia that restricted gun laws. And as a result, the violence in their country decreased significantly. So there's repeated proof that these actions actually cause positive results is which we claim that we want but mm-hmm. knowing that why will america say mm, i'm good i don't want to do it i wonder why yeah it's not a, it's not a mistake it's not because people are clueless oh my god we don't know how to resolve it that ain't the reason why we don't have the answer people know how to resolve it they just are like yeah. no no thank you and, and that's interesting that you say that because you know whenever something happens regardless what it is whenever something takes place that becomes national media there's always people taking side A or side B. Like there's no, and it's like always like, how can we pit everybody against one another? So because of that, and because of this happening, 
I see things on my timeline. I see things on like in conversations with people. I like, you know, you just see the difference of opinions and a lot of the like contradictory opinions of why we need stricter gun laws are because of other countries. While other countries don't have the number of killings that we have and blah, 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 but they didn't dig in deep enough to see what you're saying about how they're not super strict with that. They're right. allowing their, their people to, to own them and not putting all this fancy stuff on it. So it's just, it's, that's why I just think that all things need to be an open conversation versus a, this is my opinion and that's all I care about. And this is my opinion. That's all I care about because then it just, it's, you're creating a war that doesn't need to exist within your own people. So but I guess to me, and this is another thing too, with all these wars, right? All of this conflict that we fight back to the point is at the end of the day, you know, all they, all we can do is say our piece, you know, like people mm-hmm. say protest and all that. And yeah, you can, but at the end of the day, it is higher people it is the Senate and whoever, because even the president has to get approval from further groups besides just the president saying, hey, I want to change this. And that's that. It's yeah. not, it doesn't just stop there. He has to go to further people. So if his further people, his other representative, Congress or whatever, Senate, whoever it is, says, eh, no, we don't want to, then the answer is no. So yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, me, like, let's say you said you oppose whatever I oppose. And me and you could sit here all day and fight about it. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, even if you and I agree, plus thousands of other people, until the higher people say, you know what, we're going to pass this bill that you've been fighting for for years, it still doesn't get passed, which means the gun laws will still be as they are and people will still be getting killed. So it's like, that's why I don't understand, you know, again, why we're creating this podcast. I hate when people who fight like this all the time. What are we fighting for when really it doesn't really matter? What we yeah. say, because the people at the end, they're still going to do what they want to do. And I know we can voice our opinions. I get all that. But the, to me, that's equivalent to people arguing, which they do. And I think it's a waste of time. But you got regular humans like you and me fighting on Beyonce's timeline, arguing about stuff. Oh, about something that was posted. About Beyonce's life. And why am I? Beyonce doesn't care about anything that's going on in the comments, guys. So to me, that's why I don't fight with people about political, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I say my point of view, you're allowed to say your point of view, but at the end of the day, I can't tell you, because I could say, I think guns are wrong, but you might say, I don't see nothing wrong with guns. I can't, what's the point of me spending 30 minutes of my time to try to convince you why guns are wrong and they're killing people. And at the end of the day, we know what's killing people. We know what needs to be done. We see other countries with less violence. We see it, but America as a whole, and more than likely the higher power people they don't want to make the change. So at the end of the day, what, what do I got to do to be safe here today? That's all I can focus on. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, And the, the answer comes down to having guns so you can protect your home. There we go. So, that. But I agree with you. It is unfortunate because you do have people that is, you know, really trying to protect themselves while you got other people that are out here planning harm against all these people for whatever reason. And, and like you said, mental health is a good thing. It would be nice if we could come like, catch them before they go left but how do we know you got billy bob who's good on a tuesday and now thursday he hate everybody that's got brown hair and now he's killing brown hair people because he's mad we would never know because he was cool as hell on tuesday well yeah but that's what if something does go into place for that specifically for mental health it would have to be some kind of like you have to go to three sessions with a certified counselor or therapist or whatever who has to sign off on this stuff who then understands and accepts that if this person does go sideways, now they're being held accountable. 
because they approve that. That's still an afterthought. The thing is, and that's the thing is we're trying to prevent it before it happens. Cause that that's an afterthought. We're saying, Oh, let's say you do go to therapy, right? And you do have the therapist sign off and say, Oh my gosh, Billy Bob was good. All three of our sessions. And then the, after the third session, he still goes shoot up a grocery store. The people still died. People still did. And now what well, we're going to blame a therapist for these people that are, you know, we want to catch it. Before. Yeah. They're still dead. Yeah. They're still dead. And there's no real way to catch it before because people, the mind is unpredictable. And this, like I said, everybody's already caught, everybody's kind of fragile right now. So really it could take one thing and now you done blew off the handle, you know, and not that it's okay, but I understand it. And unfortunately, again, restricting gun laws and saying that so-and-so people shouldn't have guns, that ain't the answer either. Cause so I don't, I don't really have an answer. I think, like I said, I think having more security in these places that are safe zones would be a good deterrent. That's, that's yeah. that to me is the most immediate result. Anything less than that was a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I hundred percent believe that they should all have armed guards. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing too, is it could also come down to how individuals are being raised, like the kind of awareness that they have around guns. Right. So for example, I was raised in a house where my dad was a hunter all of my uncles were hunters. I was raised around guns. My dad has an arsenal. We always joke, like if the apocalypse happens, we're going to the basement <laughs> of my parents' house. Right. Um, so I know what guns can do. I know the devastation they can bring, but I also know the benefit behind having them and the knowledge of how to use one and like why all of that stuff matters. A lot of things, and I, I'll never be somebody who's like, oh, it's our violent video games and our violent music. Like, no, that has nothing to do with it. But when they are seeing in a video game, you can pick up a gun and just shoot somebody to get a car. Now these kids think that that's how you can get a car. Instead of knowing that by picking up that gun and shooting somebody, you not only killed a human being, but now you devastated all the people that cared about that human being and how that will affect them. So in a sense of, not having the proper training or knowledge to know the kind of devastation it can bring. And then the other thing too is the um, like first responders, their response time. So I read that with the Texas shooting in the school, though the, the cops and everybody were there, they waited like an hour or just under an hour before they breached the school to go after the shooter. Whereas the one in Tulsa in the, the hospital or the doctor's office, the medical center, um, from the moment that the dispatcher dispatched to the police, it took them three minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's a whole lot less death yeah. because of that. I also saw something, um, they released a transcript of one of the, and it was so sad. It was one of the little girls who ended up dying um, in the school shooting. She was 11, I think it is what it said. Um, that she called like the, she called 911, like six or seven, eight times, something like that. And each time she would say like, we're hiding, we're ducked down. Like, where are the cops? When are you sending somebody? And then it would say like disconnected. And then she would call back and, but it was like a span of over 40 minutes. You have a little girl in there calling and saying, Hey, they're in the next classroom over. I can hear it. Why you know where they are? Like, why are you not going? Like, what is it? And then I also read that the superintendent that oversaw that district wasn't given the walkie talkie 
for what was taking place, like to know like when the police were breaching and doing all that stuff, when normally that's protocol, at least from what I read. Do I know if that's 100% the protocol? I don't know. But from what I read, it was like the the chief superintendent said that they didn't even have, or maybe it was the chief superintendent of police. Somebody didn't have the walkie-talkie to hear what was being done so that they knew. So now there's like a conspiracy, like, was this a setup? Did the police have something to do with it? And like that whole police department is like under fire for that now. Mm. So there's a lot of things. I think knowledge is the biggest Nope, I agree with you. You had some really good points and I wanted to catch up with them really quick. The one thing you said was the knowledge about guns. I do agree that typically knowledge about guns would be an area to focus on. However, I feel like what you said kind of applies more to like uh, when there's like kids, like you heard initially in the beginning of the pandemic, how parents were getting shot by like this one girl died on Zoom because her two-year-old got a gun and shot her mm-hmm. on the video. I remember that. Yeah, so stuff like that. I feel like knowledge is important. These are very grown adults. They know what they're going to do. I think they know that it's bigger than a video game. They're just upset and they're doing like a, la- a, a retaliation against America for whatever reason. So I think that they just, theirs is more intentional. So I don't know if knowledge is the right answer for those, like these mass shootings, because I feel like these people are aware of what they're doing. Second, response times. Absolutely agree. Um, I do know what the Texas or not, 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 personally, I think for the Texas elementary school shooting, their response time took long because they said that there was a very small community. They never had any instance like that. I read an article that like the sheriff of the police department, the most deaths that he saw prior to this was like from a car accident. Like he said, it was like a pile of car. So these people were not prepared. Not that it's a good answer, but again, it was yeah. kind of how you said when you're raised in a burb and you don't know what to fear, you're not even mentally thinking, you know, like, oh my gosh, like this is how we should handle this. And I just think that this police department was not prepared for this. Therefore, that's why their responses was off. That's why things were just all over the place that should have been much more organized. Because in a Philly school, this would have been handled completely. Yeah, super quick. Philly was more prepared for that. But that being said, Tulsa is also not a big city. I mean, it's bigger for Oklahoma, but it's not big. And how were those officers able to get that under control in three minutes versus an hour? Like, that's a big gap. No, it is like 20 minutes to three minutes. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, they just didn't know what to do. Yeah, Which is we also a negative. We don't know the demographic of Uvalde, Texas. If they were really a small town where everybody kind of knew each other, they were mostly safe. It's just never a crime they had to deal with. I live in a small town near me. Granted, it's not that far from the city, but this actual township that I live in is pretty small. I I don't know if there was a massive school shooting around the corner that they would handle it much quicker because around here, their biggest problem is like foxes coming into the backyard. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's laughable because in real life, people are really getting shot and killed every day. But around here, that's not a concern. Like it happens, but it's not something that immediately that we will worry about in my area. So I can see why they wouldn't be prepared. Not that that's sufficient, but I can understand that. And thirdly, you're talking about police, the police uh, responder calls. Child, did you hear about in text, um, the not Texas, the Buffalo, New York, the, the girl came on the news who survived at the grocery store, she called the cops and the responder who answered, she was whispering like, there's a shooter. And the responder was like, why are you whispering? I can't hear you. And they hung up on her. She had to, she had to call her boyfriend to call the cops to get them to send somebody. 
So, and again, at the end of the day, these 911 dispatchers, they're human too. But what the heck? So when you were saying that the little girl kept calling back and I'm not surprised because at the end of the day, these responders are just like us. They're regular people. But it's just shocking that you wouldn't be on high alert to be like, oh my God, she's whispering. It must be something bad. Why would you tell somebody who's whispering? I can't. She said the girl got rude with her and hung up on her while she's crouching down whispering because there's an active shooter inside the grocery store. We have to look up and see if that woman was fired. The, the I wonder what happened with that. But everything you're saying, I'm saying you have those were our valid points. But yeah, I just named a few scenarios where across the mass shooting, a common occurrence. So I don't know. I guess in summary, with this gun laws, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just it's unfortunate. I really hope. I don't know. I I I I, I want to say I hope it doesn't happen again. But that's foolish. It's going to happen again. People are on edge, things are getting out of control. I, and I don't see any change. I don't, unless somebody higher down says, you know, we're going to start putting this in place and blah, 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 which is going to cause a lot of uproar and other people. But that's, that's also, now that I think about it, I'm remembering something else that I saw about how, um, how everybody's saying like, you know, if, if the president or Congress or the cabinet or whoever, if they're not doing anything about it, they're expecting like governors or mayors even to just like put stricter laws and stuff like that in place for their specific areas. But the governor of Illinois due to Chicago and their issue did put stricter gun laws in place. Now there's more illegal guns than anything else in Chicago. And there's more shootings than anything else happening in Chicago. So it's like, well, now you have, and that uh, governor, she's like completely under fire for that. Um, and people are are questioning like her left, right, up, down, and sideways. Yeah. Um, I didn't go, like, I just skimmed that article. But when I saw that, I was like, well, then there's your proof that in just one state in the U.S., they are attempting to do that. And they're like the state with the highest. Yeah. So, so what just, do you know? Yeah. So it's, it's just one of those things. Nobody's ever going to agree on it. And because the people don't agree, there's not enough uproar to make there be a change in that top level of what you're talking about. Cause I think if everybody was just like banded together and said, no, a, like, this is a, there's no B through Z, like a, they would have no choice, but to do a, because we can overthrow them. And I think that's a lot of times what people forget, but that's, again, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. So in summary, I know, I know guys, we went longer than, typical normally that we like to stay within but it was just a very heavy topic and i don't even know if we really fully accomplished anything other than sharing our opinions with the people i mean there's nothing we can accomplish we don't change the laws you know all i can say is try to be safe do what you think is right if owning a gun in your home is something that makes you feel safe do it if you don't feel like it's necessary don't do it at the end of the day you have the right to do so you got to protect your family and that's it. But at this point, one thing that we all can agree on is no matter where you go, how much guns you may or may not have, nobody's really safe because nobody expected the gun shooting at a movie theater. Nobody expected it at a grocery store. Nobody expects it at a school. Nobody. You're never, you know, as prepared as you think you are because yeah. there's still you're never going to be always ready. Nobody lives like that. Nobody expected it on the daggone subway in New York when the guy went under there with the mask on and shot everybody on the train, the L train there's there's no way to be prepared enough so you know what else though Ugh, and we can talk about this forever but concealed carry needs to be a much bigger thing yeah because it's just like you said about the arm like it's going to kind of deter people if they're in a grocery store and they want to go into a grocery store and shoot it up but 
12 of those people could have a concealed carry, like they yeah. have to know, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't do this. So maybe that also needs to be a bigger thing. It's I just such a bigger picture conversation than our little 30 minute podcast can handle. So right. maybe in the future, we'll touch base on this you again. Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you don't agree with us, but at, um, at this point, we're, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> so, and thank so you so much for listening with us. If you made it to the end of this, of this, thank you very yes. much. <laughs> You're the real MVPs. So until next week, um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, give us some ratings, give us some reviews. We are here for it. We want to hear from you. Yes. And make sure everyone who had input on the last episode, and if you have any input on this episode, please read the description in each text box on Spotify or Apple Music. They have the email there to contact us. They have our Instagram handles. They have the text number. And we have a survey where you can also put your input. So please feel free to complete all of that information if you want to tell us what you think about this, your thoughts, and anything else. Because we look forward to reading that after every episode. So feel free to contact us directly if you want to, which you, some of you have. And I'm so thankful for all the feedback. But also fill that out as well because it just allows us to keep all the information more secure in one location. Well, until next time. Until next time. See ya. Bye. I'm almost all out like this.